Once again, to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast, I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. So, do you know people who are in on-again, off-again relationships? Like one minute, she's pouting with the duck lips next to his head as he smiles for the camera. And the next minute, it's over this time. I really mean it. But it's not. You know people like that? People that they will become the anti-peaches in Herb in that they will be reunited and it feels so bad. She complains to her friends about him Monday. She takes him back on Friday. Did you know there's a term for this? It's called relationship churning. Well, what is this? And is this prevalent? The Good Therapy website tells us this. A 2012 study of adolescents and young adults found 44% of participants who had a romantic relationship during the two years prior to the study had at least one breakup followed by a reconciliation with the same person. A 2013 study found that more than a third of couples who break up will reunite. The same study found that a fifth of married people experience the same thing. And this is called relationship churning. Pop culture is filled with this kind of stuff, right? Maybe some examples would be uh, Ryan and Kelly on The Office or Luke and Lorelei on Gilmore Girls. Harper's Bazaar also gives us the example of Rhett and Scarlett from Gone with the Wind. Their relationship is hardly what you'd call smooth sailing. In fact, most of the time it's downright turbulent. But Rhett Butler and Scarlett O'Hara are probably the only people in the world who can understand and handle each other's difficult nature. You see, people in these fire and ice relationships, one of the reasons why this can be a dangerous thing is that often they get less and less tolerant of each other over time. So they, they get back together, but they're less enthused than they were the last time or the time before that. It's like, how many times can you hear the words, I'm sorry, without the actions to back it up, right? Here, I'll illustrate it for you. Let's say a guy walks by me and puts a dish towel on my head. And I'm all like, dude, what's with the dish towel? So he takes it off and says, oh, I'm sorry, man. I say, hey, no worries. And in and, and amid the W-O-R-R part of my sentence, he puts the dish towel back on my head. And I'm like, dude. He takes it off and again says, oh, man, I'm sorry. Would I believe him? No. 
I'd question both apologies at that point. And I wouldn't trust that he wouldn't do it again. And this is a casual, silly, no strings attached relationship illustration. Imagine if this is something you really put your heart into. The Harvard Business Review had a piece on ineffective apologies, and they named quite a few of them. I have four here. One is what they call the empty apology. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. They call that the empty apology because it's all form but no substance. You're saying the words because you know you're supposed to. But you don't really give the impression that you have any idea why you're saying them. The second one is what's called the excessive apology. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? I feel so bad about this. Again, if that's from the heart, that's an absolutely beautiful thing. But it can also sound rehearsed. It can also sound like you're acting. Then there's what's called the, the incomplete apology. I'm sorry this happened. <laughs> it's not, I, I'm sorry I did this to you. Or I'm sorry that I said that. Or I'm sorry that I did that. I'm just sorry that this happened. You know, it's like you, you go steal a watch from a counter at a mall and then you get arrested and you say, I'm sorry I got caught. Right? It's kind of the same thing. And then, and then finally, there's what's called the denial apology. This simply wasn't my fault. But whatever. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes finally your ego just gets the best of you and you either apologize like that or you simply don't apologize at all. So imagine that you are relationship churning and you're hearing these four lame attempts at apologies all the time. Then you break up and then you're back and it happens again. You can sustain a relationship that way but no relationship would ever be strengthened by this. Here's my closing thought. All good relationships, I don't care who you are or what anybody tells you, all good relationships take work. They just do. No two people are ever going to agree on everything. I know, you know, oh, well, that's not true. My wife and I, we, blah, blah. That's not true. Dude, just stop. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have a problem with each other. But it's okay to have differences. The differences are, you, you're like filling voids in each other's lives with those differences. That is a good thing. It's okay. I've never had an argument with, a, okay, yeah, I believe that. Of course you have. And it doesn't, that's not when I say argument. I'm not talking about like yelling at each other. That, that doesn't have to happen. But misunderstandings, that's not what I meant when I said that. You can't tell me that you stick two people who are two completely different human beings in the same house under the same roof for years and they have no misunderstandings.
If you want to stay together, you have to have the mindset and work on keeping it when times are tough or when you truly don't understand one another. I am like by no means the king of husbands. I make my share of mistakes. And if you don't believe me, you know, I'm sure my, my wife would vouch for that. But here's the thing. The one thing that I can say we've got going for us more than anything else is that we know the other person is never attempting to hurt us on purpose. I might say something stupid. She might say something and I take it the wrong way. But she's never maliciously trying to hurt me. And I'm never maliciously trying to hurt her. You can make that work. Because everybody knows that there's no malice, that there's no bad blood, there's no venom in the words. You might have to take them back. I have to apologize, which is totally okay, because you didn't mean it to hurt them in the first place. But again, you have to have that mindset and keep working on it, especially when you truly don't understand one another. Then that on again, off again thing with relationship churning, if you do it, won't keep hurting either one or both of you. Or think about this. If you aren't really committed, maybe rethink the relationship. I see a lot of people, say younger people, that are in relationships and they feel like, well, we're, I guess the next thing we're supposed to do is get married. And of, of course, I no problem. But you don't necessarily have to marry that person. You can take your time. They can take their time, right? If you aren't really committed, think about the relationship. Think about the way this person is acting when they're dating you. Because that's kind of like the, the audition. <laughs> that's kind of like they're going in for the job interview and they want the job. And so, you know, they're looking good and they're telling you what you want to hear. But look at that person objectively. Take your time. And if you feel at that point, you know what? Both of us have our idiosyncrasies, but we can make this work. If you feel that way, they feel that way, goals are the same, go for it. But if you don't, you're not hurting anybody if you're rethinking the relationship you'd hurt them worse if you just did it out of some sort of obligation i'm going to close with this one comedian put it this way i don't remember who said it i wish i did i'd give them credit but the comedian said some people use the expression it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved before he said, that's just like saying, it's better to have driven your car off of a cliff <laughs> than never having driven a car. Well, there you go. Guess what? We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to over shadow our overall theme 
This time around, we have for you a refresher podcast relationship churning playlist. It's really easily. You just go to Spotify. You type in refresher podcast dash relationship churning and you will find it. 10 songs. You ready? Here we go. The first one is by a band called The Clean. Interesting little band. You should check them out. The song is called On Again, Off Again. The next band is That Dog, and their song is In the Back of My Mind. I had that CD when it first came out. It's it's kind of, it's, it's, it's very much of its time. I think it's called Totally Crushed Out. Then we have Cake with Let Me Go. You Ain't Going Nowhere by The Birds. We've got Stay, I Missed You by Lisa Loeb. Where Are You by Sonny Rollins. It's Over by Level 42. Jimmy Page had a, had a solo album called Outrider, I believe it was called. And on that record, there's a song called Wasting My Time. Then we've got Jimmy Cliff with Trapped and The Stylistics with Break Up to Make Up. There you have it. That, my friends, is our playlist. You can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Again, you just type in refresher podcast dash relationship churning dude i am no master of relationships and and i'm not the be all end all i'm just kind of calling it as i see it as i've seen it i'm a product of generation x which means that almost everybody around me had divorced parents we get it sometimes a little bit more because we saw what to do and we saw what not to do right so these are just some thoughts that hopefully will enhance and make you a happier person. Hey, did you guys know, scientifically speaking, that plants improve the air around you and they actually improve your mood? Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Now, here's the thing. Not only do they have that, but they actually sell the plants as well for them. But this isn't just plant sales. What they're basically doing is encouraging you to have a pet plant to go that you can take with you. You can put in the cup holder in your car. You can put in the cup holder in your backpack. Great icebreaker, but it also scientifically does something that kind of cheers you up. Check out their awesome site at www.leafy.com. That is L-E-A-F-V-E. Com. There's some great videos on there that kind of illustrate everything I just told you. I also want you guys to check out my friends at DesignCraft. The DesignCraft is at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out samples of their unbelievable work at designcraft.com. Let me spell it for you. It is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T. This show simply would not exist without all of you. Thank you so much for keeping us in rotation and for your listenership. If this is the first time that you've ever heard the show, welcome. We really are happy to have you. 
If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Uh, also, if you would like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. You just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. It can be as little as 99 cents a month and it would help. If you're so inclined, that would be outstanding. Also, we have a website. The website is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. If you got show ideas, you want to reach out for whatever reason, you want to advertise on the show, whatever, let me know. Also, books that I've written, celebrity interviews that I've done, so forth, as well as merch involving t-shirts and all kinds of cool things about Refresher, it's all there. Hey, as always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Pad, Pod, Pad Blacks podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember... There's a big difference between worry and concern. There really is. Think about it. We'll see you next time.